Broadcasting live from the East Rand. This is Sirius FM. 24 hours a day sharing the peace and light of Islam. www.suriusfm.net It's a blessed day. It's a Friday. Hey, yeah, you can do those aerobics with that Jumma Jumma Mubarak people and be fit uh, physically so that you can do a spiritual exercise with a physically fit uh, body. Someone that's very fit, strong, like their boar calf, hey, tall as a mountain. He's none other than our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith. They're from Scarps Kral, where the sheep is there. He's planning on bringing some camels uh, very soon. So when you get to Scarps Kral, you say, come to the Ulum, where we give you camel milk to be strong, like the Arabs, the Arab stallion. Sheikh Mufti Ibrahim Smith, Kullu Shafi, Kullu Mafi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this a beautiful Jumma morning? Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shafat, our listeners, long time. Yeah, I don't know about the foot part, but definitely the Cape Town, we are here in Cape Town. Uh, Du'as for us, you know, it's been raining for the last uh, 30 hours or so continuously. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all afia, insha'Allah. Alhamdulillah, when are the camels coming, uh, Mufti Saab? It's almost uh, Bakri'i time again, uh, insha'Allah, two months time or so. <laughs> so we'll be importing them uh, from that side, uh, insha'Allah. All right, it'll be coming. I think they have some in Somalia and uh, countries like that. Nearby, even in Kenya, they have some in Mombasa. We, uh, we'll talk to uh, some of our connections there. Yusuf maybe has got a transport, Africa transport. You <laughs> could bring it in. Okay, Sheikh uh, Mufti Zab. I'll look at your questions uh, that has come through. Uh, this one says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and Shaf. Welcome back. Is it advisable to send funds uh, to Palestine or support such initiatives, Mufti Zab? Gee, Shafat, you know, sadly, not all the funding goes to Palestine, or even if it goes, it doesn't reach the Palestinian people. Some of these Zionist organizations, they intercept the funds that comes from across the globe, you know. So, yes, uh, the intention should be there to always support uh, the Palestinian cause, to send whatever we can, uh, Lilla funds, uh, Zakat funds to the poor families. Uh, we've seen what has happened now. It is all over the news, you know. So yes, and you can support such initiatives also, because if one takes an initiative, then other people should uh, support because it is a good cause. So make your intention when you give that it is uh, sincerely and solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and uh, make sure that you trust uh, people who's trustworthy that who's been dealing with this and uh, that uh, your funds end up in the hands of the actual Palestinian people. So inshallah, Allah make it easy for our brothers and sisters on that side of the globe, G. Uh, this is a question here says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. I'm a connoisseur and I want to know, can, uh, uh we eat Mopani worms? Hey, Mopani worms, uh, Mufti Saab. No, it's not permissible. It's regarded as false. Uh, insects, it falls under the category of insects, you know, in the Shafi Madhab, Hanafi Madhab as well. So both, uh, Madhab is saying that, uh, one cannot ingest anything that is faulty. So worms, insects, uh, uh, etc., that things is not permissible. The only insect a Muslim can eat is locust. And we have a problem uh, like that also in South Africa, northern province, uh, northwest province also. So that's the only thing uh, that a person can eat, uh, you know, that is called locust tree. Hey, 
Now you got me thinking, Mufti Saab. So that prawn that we're eating, that eats all the <laughs> filth of the, ah, yeah, no, all the ocean's filth. And then you say, hey, we sharpie oats. We can chow that. Mufti Saab. It's the same like the chicken uh, that we will be eating the chicken <laughs> later in the korma. The chicken is even far worse uh, than the prawn because the prawn is eating something that is in water that has been washed with water also. Hey, yeah, you have me. It's clear with me. It has a gizzard. Yeah, I know what it is. Anyway, we leave that to another topic. Um, you know, this uh, question says, Assalamu alaikum. Can I cut my hair and nails when I am fasting or in my period? Uh, Mufti Saab? Yes, uh, when a person is fasting, it is permissible to cut uh, nails and it is permissible to cut uh, the hair also, Shafat. Uh, but you must remember, this must be a female. So uh, trimming will be permissible. Cutting of hair is not permissible. Females uh, should understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed uh, the beauty of her in her hair. So it is not permissible to cut you and to cut it in any styles also imitating other societies and cultures out there. If you have a few strands, uh, you know, that uh, broken strands, it doesn't grow properly, then you are permitted uh, to trim it, but not to cut it off also. So that uh, first a person needs, needs to understand that. And then the best uh, time to uh, cut your nails in your hair is just before uh, performing a ghusl, when you become clean after your menses, inshallah. Uh, that is the best way to do it, G. Assalamu alaikum. Can I steal my items back from a pawn shop? They are known to sell stolen, <laughs> the stolen items and being unfair with their prices. Hey, what do you hear the mensa here, Mufizab? No, it's, uh, one wrong doesn't, you know, two wrongs doesn't make one right. So you cannot steal from a person who is stealing. Uh, that is completely wrong. If we have unfair dealings with such a place, then do take your business somewhere else. You know, all these pawn shops normally, they add a huge amount of interest on uh, these items also. So when you go and you want to buy back your item, you have to pay riba. So that is not permissible also. One shouldn't deal with it. You know, pawn it by someone who will only uh, ask you back the money that they have loaned or given or borrowed you. So don't steal from other people. It's haram for the person who steals, and it's haram for the person who encourages stealing as well also, G. Assalamu alaikum. Can I uh, first fast in my uh, missing days and then the six days of Shawwal, Mufti Saab? Yes, uh, for uh, Hanafi people, they should first complete then all the missing days of uh, Ramadan, you know, those few days, uh, especially the females. All those people that were sick as well is better for you because that is a far... It is hanging upon your head. It is a debt that won't be waived off. So you have to fast in uh, and pay in your debts first uh, before commencing with something that is voluntarily like your six days of Shawwal. If there's still a few days left in Shawwal, and then you can fast in the six days of Shawwal, G. Ah, yes, Mufti Saba, I like the way you said Shawwal. Hey, you had a tajweed die. And uh, then, you know, they say the fast and the furious. But Mufti Saab, when we fast, we become the fast and the calm. Mufti? <laughs> Definitely, Shafat. <laughs> we have to stay calm at all times. Good people. Hey, when you're fasting and you're furious, no, no, it doesn't work. Uh, this question says, is it permissible to participate in solidarity marches for Palestine? Free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. Palestine will be free. Palestine shall be free. Mufti Saab. I mean, inshallah, that is our hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant freedom 
to the people of Palestine. <coughs> Shafat, yes, there's been a lot of activism across the globe, and we've seen visuals coming through, and we've read reports also of people taking to the streets, you know. So marching is not the way of Islam. Islam isn't taught us uh, to march. Islam has given us other ways to stand up and to fight people, to fight oppression, wherever we might encounter it, you know. Uh, during marching, there will be a lot of intermingling of different sexes as well. Uh, females will be uh, displaying their aura, their voices, all of these things, you know, uh, walking side by side and uh, dressed in uh, uh, coloring costumes and uh, chanting slogans, etc. So that won't bring the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, it will bring the opposite. It will bring the anger and wrath of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is not, we shouldn't uh, uh, support uh, such uh, initiatives, uh, the call for marching, etc. You can voice your opinion other ways on social media, write about it, etc. Voice your anger and uh, uh, divest uh, and boycott uh, these uh, virus uh, products, etc. That would make a real impact instead of uh, going and taking to the streets and uh, marching for something that will not happen through a march. Yeah, I can hear that brother in Swan saying, we are marching to Pretoria. Uh, Pretoria. Okay, you can go on marching there, brother. And uh, yes, Mufti Sam, this question says, what is the ruling on uh, tubal ligation for females? There's uh, two types of tubal ligation, Shafat. One is reversible, one is irreversible. So nowadays, in the last couple of um, uh, years or so, so the technology has always been uh, on the advance. You know, people have been uh, uh, discussing this masala regarding permanent uh, sterilization. So permanent tubal ligation, that is not permissible unless a medical doctor declares that if that, uh, if that procedure doesn't take place, uh, the woman might lose her life. So that is when a Muslim doctor uh, states uh, that emphatically. Uh, reversible tubal ligation, ligation will be permissible, inshallah, because it has been shown up to 85% sometimes where that after that procedure has been reversed, then a female can conceive again. So there's other ways and means uh, uh, also possible. Discuss with your, with your gynecologist and discuss with your doctor, inshallah, and if she tells you what is the best way forward, then you can take advice from her, G. Assalamu alaikum. Can a person enter a church uh, to pay respects to a non-Muslim family member? It is not, yes, it is. We have, uh, we have many f- uh, families. Uh, there sometimes there's non Muslim uh, family members in that families also. They pass away, etc. So, what a Muslim can do, you can go to the house and pay your respects as long as a person does not participate in their rituals because then you will be supporting uh, their beliefs as well. So, that is not permissible for a Muslim to do. Then, uh, secondly, entering a church, church has idols, etc. You'll see they're hanging a picture there and calling it WS al Islam crucified, etc. So, it's not permissible for Muslims to enter churches at all, especially where there is idols in, and then participating in the singing, the hymn, the eulogy, etc. All these are part of uh, their known rituals which forms part of their belief also. So Muslims uh, should refrain from that. Uh, those people who have family members that pass away, just go to the house to pay your respects and uh, give condolences and from there you can return uh, back to your home, G. Well, you heard that, people. You are the lost player or father who art in heaven. Hello, be thy name. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Do we pay zakat on silver? On silver, yes, uh, Shafat, it is a currency, it is a commodity also, gold and silver, you will have to calculate and remember people that it uh, differs uh, and it varies on a daily basis depending on the price of gold and depending on the price of silver. So you can look at your zakat indicators. I'm sure many of our ulama bodies on their websites you'll find uh, and also the BC groups, they will send you the daily zakat indicators. So a person should pay zakat on uh, his uh, silver cheek.
Yeah, Mufti Sab, I'm looking at your tooth there. Do you have a silver filling there? Hey, and what about the other <laughs> brother? He had, he has a gold filling, Mufti Sab. What's the masala on that? If it is permissible, Shafat, it is permissible for a person uh, to use a gold tooth or any part of his body because it is quite durable. You know, that in one uh, battle, a Sahaba, one of the Sahaba lost his nose. His nose was chopped off and he used a piece of wood, actually. And when he came to the Nabi Alayhi Salaam, the Nabi Alayhi Salaam told him, actually, if you have only taken a nose of silver, see, he was told by the Rasulullah Sallam to take a nose of silver, to make him a nose of silver, that would have been better. So from there, the ulama deduced that uh, for body parts, etc., where a person has lost a tooth, etc., then uh, it is permissible to use such heavy metals, gee. Well, you have that heavy metal, hey. You don't want to talk about that other heavy metal, uh, Mufti Saab. The light is grow up on that and it corrupts the mind. No, no, no. Let's not, uh, let's not go there. Mufti, are we officially in the third wave and uh, should we refrain from going to the masjid? Uh, the third wave started, uh, I think, in Johannesburg about two weeks ago uh, in, uh, in Durban also. In Cape Town, they expect it to be uh, around about mid-June, but there's definitely an increase in cases. I've spoken to uh, one professor also from Johannesburg uh, that is uh, here in Cape Town from a leading hospital in Johannesburg, and he said, yes, the third wave has started, but uh, they don't encourage people to stay away from the masjid. I don't encourage people to stay away from the masjid. Go to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, take your necessary precautions, whatever you feel will make you feel more secure in comfort, and go in a radio salah in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we've successfully we went through uh, two waves already shafat so a third wave that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep it away from us but uh, nevertheless if we have to face it and do whatever you need to do read and take your precautions in a radio slide house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assalamu alaikum mufti sahab if the maulana beat the child at the madrasa can the father report him Shafat, it is not permissible for a Maulana, for any person to beat a child. You know, that person, uh, the child comes to study at uh, your feet. Uh, so we don't want them to disconnect with Islam or think that Islam is an oppressive religion that uh, just uh, these are beatings. That is the wrong concept. And uh, then, of course, uh, that uh, physical beating is prohibited according to South African law as well. So any person engaging in such things, he must know. Uh, consciously that uh, he will be facing the law. So for the father, we will tell them now that rather sit down, call the Maulana, and uh, tell him that you are dissatisfied with him uh, raising his hands uh, for your, on your children, etc. You know, there's better in other ways and means uh, if you want to, to make tarbiyah of the child, if you want to educate the child, etc. But do not beat the children because from that way and from that onwards you will start losing the child and the child will hate madrasa, the child will hate the masjid and uh, the child will disconnect itself from uh, this uh, beautiful deen of Islam, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Sahib, and you know, uh, if the Maulana hits a wrong uh, child, and the father is a mafia, and he's a short-tempered, oh, will be time. We don't want to talk about, hey, I tell you, if anyone touches Mufti's child, no, 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 no police and all that, watch it. Don't leave do the police, G. Yeah, just leave it, he'll police you after that. Okay, uh, this question says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. My wife told me about a bridge that comes after the bridge of Sirah, and she told me that if you have hurt person, you will not be able to pass across the bridge, and that we will have to get the person's forgiveness. Is this true? And what if it was nasty in my younger days to a I was to nasty to my younger days to a waiter, and now we can't find them? 
Hey, someone's worried about Pul Sirat, Mufti Saab. Uh, your comment? Yes, yes. One bridge, uh, Shafat. But you must remember that before you cross that bridge, uh, an announcer will call on that day that all those people who were unjust, who oppressed other people, who did the wrong to those people, they will not be able to cross that bridge. So that is a stern warning for any people uh, or any person who's violated the rights of other people, who's oppressed other people, who's slandered other people, all these type of things. You have to ask and apologize in this lifetime or you will not be able to move uh, further from there. And from there you'll be flung into the fire of Jannam. Uh, your wife has a right uh, a concern, you know, rightfully so also, that uh, she uh, wants to correct things in this world. It is better. You will lose nothing. In fact, Allah subhanahu will honor you uh, for correcting things in this world. So if you cannot find that person, then uh, make dua and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you uh, for hurting that person, inshallah, and that will be recorded in your book of deeds also. So when you do meet on the day of judgment, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will rectify things between you and that person which you are unable to get hold of, G. Now, Mufti Saab, this uh, bridge of Pulsirat is over a big cauldron of fire, uh, Mufti Saab. Shafat, everyone, first and foremost, everyone has to pass through it, Muslim, non-Muslim, everyone. It is very, very thin, thinner than a razor blade. And yes, uh, Jahannam, and it's uh, laden with thorns and hooks, etc. You know, it is like a, 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 a thing unheard of, unseen. No one can imagine how big and how long and how thin it is. But according to your actions, you will be able to fly over it if you are a good person. But there's hooks and, and other things there that will snatch people of that uh, sirat and throw them into the uh, fire of Jahannam, which will be blazing uh, on the side of it, you know. So that also is the G. Now, Mufti Saab, uh, there's a Molana here. He's written something here. He says, uh, uh, what is the bridge's name? Pul Sirat? But there's no P in Arabic. The P in Urdu. Yeah, but uh, Mufti Saab. It is, actually, it is actually called Sirat. Sirat is Arabic and Pool is also a bridge. So bridge in, in Urdu is called Pool and, uh, and bridge in uh, Sirat is also, they call it Pool Sirat, you know. But we know it as the Sirat, meaning it's actually a path uh, which is also labeled as a bridge. So the correct wording would be a bridge if you uh, speak English, uh, Sirat if you speak Arabic, and Pool if you speak Urdu language. So you don't have to say Pool Sirat G. Hey, I know one name of that Molana, but this Molana is anonymous here. Molana Palan Puri. Yeah. There's a P in his name. Palan Puri. Yeah. Mufti knows his name. <laughs> you must have met him too. Yeah, yeah he's quite popular. I yeah, I know that. You told, gave me a big story of Molana Padanpuri, whom uh, Mufti uh, Ibrahim Smith has met. Uh, what is the ruling on capsule, uh, capsules uh, containing gelatin, uh, Mufti Saab? One should be very, very careful, Shafat. Uh, some of these cap- capsules, uh, they contain porcine gelatin, some contain bovine gelatin, but that the bovine gelatin has been sourced from non-halal uh, slaughtered animals also. So it is come, it comes from beef, but uh, the beef has not been slaughtered accordingly, according to uh, Sharia. So that also one should discard, you know, only by capsules or vitamin capsules, etc., where you know that the gelatin has been sourced from a halal source, G. You heard that, people? Halal. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not discussing who's stamping them. Halal. Yeah. Uh, should we make kunut uh, nazila in our salah against the Zionist uh, Mufti Saab? 
there's been there's been global calls Shafat for Kunuti Nazila. Uh, I've seen uh, that, uh, and I'm sure you also see that people are calling uh, that uh, Imma in the Maulanas uh, should read uh, in Fajr Salah, some in Jumaa Salah, also in Cape Town. They'll be happening also. They'll be making Kunuti Nazila for uh, against uh, the Zionists and what has happened in uh, Palestine. So yeah, there's no problem if a person makes it because it is a predicament that has uh, befallen on the Palestinian people. And the best way for us is to make Toba, to make Inaba turn to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and to raise our hands at the same time and to beg the Nabi used to make whenever calamity befall uh, the people during his uh, era and time, he used to resort to Kunud in Azila, and uh, then he used to besiege Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove whatever pandemic uh, has befallen. So even, uh, not only for the Zionists, you can make it uh, and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove this current pandemic that is befallen the globe also, G. I mean, uh, Mufti Saab, is it permissible to go to a baby shower? There will be females only. They have a lack of time with this up. Shafat, you know, I don't know why people still want to uh, do these type of things. We've seen what is happening in Palestine. They are more in need elsewhere, the Uruguay Muslims in China. So why should we get together and uh, waste money on things which is trivial? You know, uh, that, of course, is wrong. The people are suffering throughout the globe. They have to rebuild their homes. They hardly have any food. Now a few people want to come together. They want to buy presents. They say, if you want to buy a gift and give it to that person, no problem. Islam always encourages uh, gifts, you know, but getting together like this, although outwardly there would be no problem with this, but uh, remember that this is also where a person is making a wasting and a wastage that is not encouraged in Islam, you know, so it's no need to get together for a baby shower, rather make to add it all the grounded mother, a speedy and good delivery, G. I mean, uh, any new updates on uh, the current status of COVID-19 vaccines, uh, Mufti Dr. Smith? Uh, Shafat, you know, there's been a lot happening. We've been diverted through the Palestinian issue and what is happening, uh, the, uh, the Zionists to the Palestinians, you know. So secretly and quietly, the government is uh, uh, carrying on with their uh, mass uh, vaccine rollout. And there's been reports and deaths also uh, with regards to vaccines. We've seen it coming from, uh, reports from all across the globe also. Uh, and there's no vaccine that has been spared, so it is not safe still at this moment in time. I always said that once uh, when safety has been established and the uh, side effects has been, uh, you know, minimized to an extent that it won't harm a person to that matter, then we will review our fatwa regarding the current COVID vaccines. But as it stands right now, we still stand by our fatwa that at this point it is not permissible for people to take, wait for alternatives, or wait until there's a full safety report out, G. Will I be sinful if I take out compulsory insurance? Compulsory, if the government has mandated you to take out the insurance or the company, then the sin will be upon them. There will be no sin upon you, so you're not sinful for that. However, you have to detest it, you have to dislike it in your heart, you know, you have to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are completely not satisfied with the position that you are in. And you have to to show some remorse also because uh, all commercial insurance is completely haram. But when a person has no other alternative and he's been forced by a higher authority, uh, then uh, it will be permissible for him in that instance. And also to the amount that has been uh, required, nothing more than that, uh, Shafat. So you can't say now, well, I've been compelled to take out car insurance, let me include my house and uh, my education fund and all of these things. Uh, That is not permissible also, Jeff. Is it uh, permissible to travel with your father-in-law, Mufti? 
Yes, it is permissible to travel with your father-in-law, but Sharia has always advised us uh, to, to exercise caution. Shafat, we're living in a very, very sick, sick, sick world today. We're dealing with a lot of cases also uh, where there's, uh, there's, you know, some type of uh, abuse and uh, some type of immorality also. So people should be careful out there. Although it is permissible, we, sh- we, we should look for other alternatives. Take another mahram for that matter as well when you need to travel and only only do it when it's absolutely necessary and you have no other alternative available, G. And tell you, Mufti Saab, absolutely, mashallah, in your company this morning. Perhaps your parting words? Inshallah, Shafat, we've heard about the ceasefire in a Palestine, you know, we make the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rebuild the city of Gaza and all those people that were affected. Uh, do not stop making dua for the people in the Palestinian cause because all these things is only short-lived. Soon they will be pouncing again on our Palestinian brothers and sisters. Allah grant us afia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Well, Mufti Saab, I tell you, you can't go now because there's one listener here that said, please. Okay. Uh, next yeah. week we'll ask that question. Okay, I'll ask you that question next week because they... You missed a boat. Uh, we will take that question and we'll have it next week. Jazakallah, Mufti Saab. I know you have to prepare for your Juma and you've got a busy uh, uh, day ahead of you. You have a mashallah day ahead. I'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi Yes, sir, listeners. Uh, you know, when I give you the your number, the beginning, sometimes I tell you on Thursday, send it then. Now, you know, Mufti had to go. So, alhamdulillah. But anyway, jazakallah khaira to you, you and you for sending those questions in that really makes for a powerful show indeed. Broadcasting live from the East Rand, this is Sirius FM, 24 hours a day, sharing the peace and light of Islam. www.suriusfm.net